This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, welcome to a special edition of Live Chats. I'm John Louis, the film writer, and I'm here with... Wen Lee, one of the arts writers. We're here to talk about the film Suspiria. I give it three and a half stars out of five. To Wen Lee has a completely different opinion of it, and we'll debate, and you decide if you want to watch the film. Yeah, so for, for those who don't know Suspiria, um, the one that came out in 2018 is a remake of um, Dario Argento's 1977 film. The plot is loosely the same. I mean, if you compare both films, um, they both um, the story, in both cases, the story revolves around a young American girl who um, is accepted into a prestigious dance academy in Germany. And she enters the dance academy only to realize that it's run by a coven of witches. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I enjoyed um, the recent film as much as you did. Because I found it was, number one, too long. At two and a half hours, I, I kept looking at my watch. And mm-hmm. previously, the director of the 2018 film said he was a massive fan of Argento's style and um, I'm going to pay homage to it. I feel perhaps as a result, the film is a bit too contorted, pretentious. It's quite bloated. So I, I feel, I feel was, he tried to cram in too much into this 2018 film and it didn't quite work for me because um, he was just trying to do too much at once. On that point, I agree with you. It's long. It is a bit draggy in spots. It's two and a half hours long, right? You, it will test your patience. Director Luca Guadagnino, uh, he did things like A Bigger Splash. Call with, Me By Your Name. And Call mm-hmm. Me By Your Name, that, that romantic drama. He squeezes in... This film is set in the 1970s. And he squeezes in the politics of of Germany at that time, which was, of course, split between East and West. So there's the Cold War going on, as well as Middle East terrorism happening in Europe at the time. So that is all encompassed within the framework of a horror film of a woman in peril. And I agree with you, it is bloated. Yeah, because we never really see how those um, elements, I mean, those political elements and and the events happening in wider society, we never really see how those tie in or relevant at yeah, all. Or yeah, or relevant to, to yeah. the action that's happening on screen. It doesn't mm. really seem to add anything at all. Yeah. To be generous to him, I think Luca is talking about cosmic guilt or guilt that's carried across generations. Mm. And that is a kind of a mystical force that is the equivalent, perhaps, of witchcraft, of debts being repaid on a mystical generational level. I don't know. I'm being generous. I think I've been very generous. Uh, yeah, but I believe that would be the interpretation. Maybe I've seen too many folks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the idea of guilt is a major theme, if you could say, theme in this in this uh, movie. And especially, and there's, a, there's a character who's a psychotherapist. Um, he he escaped from the Nazis. Yeah, he's a survivor. Yeah, he's a survivor, um, he, but he feels guilty about having survived yes. and left his wife behind. And he again bears witness to further atrocities um, when he um, gets um, pulled into this um, uh, into this witch's sabbath that later happens yeah. in the film. So um, he's this he's this figure who who is there to in a way bear witness to what has yeah. happened. The yeah, protagonist Susan how... also feels guilt because she comes from a small religious Mennonite community in Ohio, yeah. and you do see flashbacks to things that are happening back there. 
Yeah, but then mm-hmm. you, then again, you think so. What I mean, what does this do to the? What, how how does this? How does this <laughs> add to the experience? Too, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to to make this. I don't want to constantly say I. I don't like this. I don't. Want to, I don't want this to be a case of me saying I don't like this film because the original is always better. But um, I think it's worth um, gesturing towards what Argento did, just just for some context. But one of the things I really like about Argento's film, the original Suspiria, was how it explored this idea of fairy tale horror. How he might incorporate that atmosphere of a fairy tale into a horror film. So, in the in the early scenes in the movie, you see uh, this woman, the protagonist, running through the black forest, and she survives. Yeah, yeah. film so, the new one takes a different um, view of that, though. The Susie here is a lot more powerful. A lot more powerful than you might realize, yeah. especially yeah. And I don't know. I think there were some people who also said because. Um, Virtually the entire cast consists of women. Um, I mean, would you, would you describe it as a feminist film? And these are powerful women. It's, I think it's a bit risky to go down that yeah, line. Yeah. yeah. It's feminist in the sense <laughs> that, uh, in a very clumsy way, do you remember the scene where the two policemen, I think there are very few men in this film. No, I don't think you can call that feminist. <laughs> they are, they're two, two useless cops show up and they immediately fall under the spell of the witches. And they are ridiculed. Their manhood is ridiculed <laughs> in a rather direct and very blunt way. I, I, do, do you remember that scene? Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, but that's, let's not go there. Yeah, it's, the, it's a very, it's it's very crass. I thought. Yeah, yeah. There, there are parts in here that are very crass, and I think the the bits where there is very explicit. Uh, body horror mm. where bones break and guts spill out and, and and in the film in the original by Argento it is very stylized right the yeah. horror the bright crimson the saturated colour the saturated colour the, the crimson gouts of blood here it's more realistic right yeah I mean I think what um, this director was trying to do was just trying to to go the other way so in the original you see these um you see blood spurting out of bodies, um, whereas in the 2018 film, um, it's a lot more... What you see are contortions and fractures happening from within, but you mm. don't really... He doesn't really... Um, it's gory, but you don't really see these... How should, it's not as colourful in that sense as mm. the original. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit I more... Think it's it's yeah. meant to, um, to horrify and to shock. Mm. But did you feel horrified or shocked during... It was uncomfortable to watch. It was pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. I think his his intention was to was to disgust you. There's another theme there of power. The coven has been around for a very long time, mm-hmm. and there are changes to the political structure of the coven that's happening within the film, mm-hmm. where there is the old guard, and I think there's a new guard coming in. And there is an excessive reverence for the old guard, and of course, that has consequences. And I think mm. um, Luca Guadagnino is trying to say something about that as well. How do you think he handled that theme of succession of the corrupting influence of power? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could see he was he was attempting to engage with that theme of succession, mm. if you can call it that. But um, but no, I mean, it felt it didn't felt like it was inti- integrated into the you know the fabric of mm. the film in any meaningful way yeah it was it was just like okay here's a coven let's have a look at what they actually do in the covens political structure <laughs> they are surprisingly democratic aren't they yeah I mean they vote for who they want to rule <laughs> um, I think we both agree that the film is a mess 
it is very broad in its reach and it doesn't quite succeed in achieving a lot of what it sets out to to achieve. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I think I think the best horror films evoke a certain kind of atmosphere and it's so powerful that you leave the, the cinema wondering I mean I mean I think what makes it so relatable is it has the all the internal coherence of a dream. So you feel like this this is something that could have appeared in one of your most exciting nightmares. Um Whereas for for the twenty eighteen film, I didn't really get that sense. I just couldn't. I just yeah. couldn't wait to um, for the movie to end. And yeah, so I felt he was just trying to do too much, mm-hmm. without making us feel enough for the characters at the beginning. So when when there's some there's some big revelation that happens to us, and we're already a bit too tired to take all that in. Thank you, Winley, for sharing your thoughts with us. Thanks, John. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Suspiria is still showing at Paileba, or it could have moved to the projector. Check your listings, and uh, we hope this helped you make up your mind as to whether you would want to see it or not. Bye-bye. Bye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.